Hi everyone, Dr. Lori Little here. Today we're going to be talking all about forgiveness. If you are someone who knows that you carry around a certain amount of bitterness or resentment in your life, if you recognize that when it comes to a certain topic or a certain person in your life, you tend to get a little bit reactive or more emotional than you know is probably warranted, then this is a sign that you might be in need of some of these forgiveness lessons today. So hope you enjoy this. Stay tuned. Welcome everyone. My name is Dr. Lori Little, and I'm a clinical psychologist, mindfulness coach, psychedelic therapist, wife, and mom. My passion is helping people learn to listen to and trust their inner healing intelligence, that part of us that is always moving towards health and growth. Ultimately, when we allow our inner healing intelligence to be our guide, we can stop looking outside of ourselves for answers. We can experience more joy, more peace, and more connection with others than we may have ever thought possible. Although it may sound simple, it is by no means easy. Join me as we discuss the many challenges and opportunities that listening to your inner healing intelligence can bring to your life. Today, we're going to talk about the concept of forgiveness. We're going to explore what forgiveness actually means and what it doesn't mean. We're going to talk about when you know you might benefit from working on forgiving someone. And we'll also talk about forgiving yourself and what that might look like. For many of us, that's one of the most difficult things to do, but also one of the most important. So if you struggle with feelings of resentment, you know that you kind of carry some bitterness um, and you know how that feels almost like a black cloud that just hangs over you. And it may not always be present, um, but when a certain person's name comes up or maybe a painful memory from your past gets triggered, you feel this almost immediate reaction of intense anger or maybe even hurt, then you know that you could definitely benefit from learning more about forgiveness, even if it might seem impossible. Let's start with what is forgiveness. Let's try to define this for a moment. Forgiveness at its core is letting go of the need to continue to feel angry or hurt about someone's actions. When we forgive, we're making a conscious decision to radically accept what we cannot change. And specifically, we're trying to accept something from the past that has already occurred. And when I say radically accept, I mean fully and completely letting go of the need for reality to be different than it is. Radical acceptance is actually a very powerful DBT skill. 
And I would say it's probably one of the most important skills in DBT. It's up there in the top five, definitely. And for me, it's probably been one of the most important life-changing skills that I have ever learned. When we radically accept something, we are completely and totally dropping the fight, or another word is we're dropping the need for something to change that cannot be changed. So we only practice radical acceptance towards the things that we absolutely know we cannot change. And the past is one of those things. We cannot change the past. We cannot change as much as we would want to. We cannot change what someone else has done to us. It's already happened. That's reality. But for us to continue to hold on to that anger or hold on to that hurt about it, it only serves to continue to hurt us, not the other person. So radical acceptance and forgiveness are really intricately connected. When most of us think about the concept of forgiveness, we often think that it means to say, it's okay what you've done. I forgive you, it's okay. And it's usually that particular belief which keeps us from forgiving. Because forgiveness is not the same thing as saying something is okay. It's really, really important for you to hear that. So if you're multitasking, come back to this. I can forgive you for what you have done to me without suggesting or implying that what you did was okay with me. So these are two really important differences. I can forgive without condoning what you did or agreeing with you with what you did or in any way saying that what you did was acceptable. Okay, absolutely not. Forgiveness is none of those things. Forgiveness is something that I do entirely for myself. It is my own choice to let go of those feelings associated with what you did because I choose not to carry them around anymore. So I would say that's probably the biggest obstacle to forgiveness is somehow we feel like if we're forgiving, we're saying it's okay. And it's really important to keep reminding yourself that is absolutely not true. Another obstacle to forgiveness is that sometimes we believe on some level that forgiving someone will make us more vulnerable to that other person again, possibly even setting us up to get re-victimized or making ourselves somehow subservient to that other person by forgiving them. Again, this is based on that underlying belief that somehow forgiveness is condoning. So when we stand firm in our hearts that our forgiveness has absolutely nothing to do with the other person actually at all, it is entirely a gift that we are giving to ourselves then we don't worry anymore about how the other person might react to it. And in fact, when you forgive someone, it can be an entirely 
personal experience. You don't even need to tell the other person that you've forgiven them. Forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean even having a conversation with someone. And in fact, if that person that you know you would benefit from forgiving continues even today to engage in hurtful or even abusive behavior, you probably shouldn't even have a conversation with them because telling someone who continues to be hurtful to you that you forgive them is probably not going to go well. They're probably going to react poorly and then only create another thing that you're going to have to work on forgiving. So remember, forgiveness can be entirely personal and private. You can allow yourself to forgive someone in an entirely private way that no one else but you ever even needs to know about it. Remember that the funny thing about forgiveness is that it's not like a one and done thing, okay? You you don't just say, I choose to forgive you, and then bam, it's over. Um, for most of us, forgiveness, you really want to think about it as a process, So it can take weeks, months, and realistically, even years to forgive someone from something really painful or traumatic that you experienced. When you think about it, think about how many layers, think of it as different layers of hurt and anger and betrayal, you know, all of these are layers almost like of an onion that just sort of keep going and going. There's so many different beliefs, thoughts, feelings, body sensations, all wrapped up in this onion. So as you are working on forgiveness, you're sort of peeling off one layer at a time. You can work on some of those surface layers of forgiveness, and over time you can get deeper and deeper until you realize that you have finally let go. But this can absolutely take a significant amount of time, depending you know, on how big that onion is, how much do you have to process and work on. So keep in mind that if you've been working on forgiving someone and you thought that you had forgiven them, but then all of a sudden when you're talking about it, those feelings of hurt and anger come back, it's possible that you have done forgiveness on some of those more surface layers, but there's a deeper layer that you didn't quite fully accept yet and let go. For some of you listening right now, as you're thinking about some of the biggest hurts that you've experienced in your life, it's very possible for you to believe that you would never be able to forgive. But I would encourage you to at least think about for a moment how free you might feel no longer carrying around with you these burdens. So think of it almost like these heavy suitcases that you're lugging around from place to place in your life. And these are suitcases you didn't even choose to carry them. They were just handed to you one day years ago, and you just automatically picked them up and kept carrying these suitcases for years, sometimes decades. Remember, this is not your luggage to carry. You can choose at any time to say, this is not mine. 
I'm putting these down. I refuse to carry these around with me anymore. So how exactly do you do that? If this is something that when you think about, you feel ready to start working on, the very first step is to identify in your life who and what really needs forgiveness. For me personally, I've shared here and I'm certainly open with others about how I experienced a great deal of bullying in my own childhood. And I've done a lot of work on forgiving my bullies in my own therapy. But as I sort of peeled those layers of the onion for me, what I came to realize is how important it was to forgive myself and As I explored deeper in terms of, you know, asking questions of myself, what might have been going on in the lives of my bullies at the time that made them so angry and so hurtful, I also was able to recognize that I had some very deep underlying beliefs that on some level, somehow I must have deserved this treatment And recognizing that was a huge revelation for me because it allowed me to start being better able to extend compassion towards myself. When I think of this sort of 9, 10, 11-year-old little girl who was experiencing these things, if I just think of my own daughter or, you know, little girls that age, no child deserves to experience that. No child deserves to be bullied or to be told that they're worthless or no good. So recognizing that I never deserved those things that happened to me, but I can't go back, or I should say, and I can't go back and change them now. I can only understand them through the lens of compassion to really forgive I had to understand all of the layers of hurt and grief and actually realize that shame was at the core. And for me, getting to that piece of the shame, forgiving myself, actually allowed me to forgive my bullies. So the first step is identify as deeply as you can who and what needs to be forgiven. And then the second step is to make the conscious, intentional decision to forgive. You can even say it out loud, like, I let go of this anger towards you, or I no longer carry around this hurt when I think of you. And even if you don't believe it yet, this is a really important step because it is telling your mind, it's telling your brain that this is the belief that you are working towards believing. Okay, so we really want to get clear. Even if you don't believe it, say it out loud first so that your mind is identifying, this is the belief that I want to get towards. This is my journey, okay? This is where I'm going towards, where I'm headed on my forgiveness journey. The next step is picture yourself as you forgive them. Picture what it would be like if you could, or I should say, when you can fully forgive this person, what does that look like to you? 
just notice and use those mindfulness skills to observe how does it feel in your body to no longer carry these feelings of anger or hurt. And if as you're exploring this, you notice that maybe an emotion like fear or anxiety comes up, then explore that. What am I afraid of? Am I afraid that if I forgive this person, they're going to hurt me again, or somehow this makes me more vulnerable to them? If that belief, thought, or feeling comes up, just remind yourself that forgiveness does not make you more vulnerable. And in fact, forgiveness makes you stronger because when we're no longer carrying around that burden or that pain, we can react much more appropriately and confidently when we're interacting with that person. So go back to that luggage metaphor. When you're carrying around all this luggage, how strategic are you going to be to fight someone off or defend someone when you're carrying all these suitcases? You're, it's just going to be a total mess. You're not going to be effective. So think about how when you put those suitcases down and put the past behind you, you are actually much more prepared for any future conflicts. You can react with more confidence. You can get out of maybe a hopeless situation. You're not going to stay engaged with someone when it's really useless to do so. So think about those people in your life that you just can't reason with. They always see their own way as the right way and no amount of logic that you're going to provide for them is going to get them to change your viewpoint. So then why would you even engage with that person in the first place? They're not going to change. They're not going to see your perspective. And so this kind of engagement only gets you more and more upset. It's also common when we are hurt to think about ways that we can hurt that person back. Okay, that is often an obstacle towards as we start to visualize what it would feel like when we forgive them. It's common for us to start thinking about, well, how can I hurt them back? They're never going to be able to feel what I feel. And that's really at its core what revenge is when we want the other person to recognize what they have done and to feel the way that we felt, the way that we feel they made us feel this way. I want you to feel that way back. But when I think about the concept of revenge, I always think of this really helpful quote from Confucius that says, before you embark on a journey of revenge, dig two graves. And what that really means is, that revenge is not going to bring you peace. It's never going to heal your soul. You will not be able to put the past behind you as much as you wish that you could through the process of revenge. The only way we can do that is through the tool of forgiveness. Forgiveness is the only way that truly allows us to finally be free, which is what we deserve the most. A little caveat here, if you are going to be doing this type of work, 
I would strongly encourage you to consider doing so with a skilled therapist who can guide and support you. In psychology, we often use the terms big T and little t trauma. So big T trauma is probably what you can imagine. It's physical, verbal, or sexual abuse situations in which you really felt like your life or your psychological safety was at risk. That's really big T trauma. Little t trauma are the situations that you've endured in your life that actually were traumatic, but a lot of it was connected to our own inability at the time to understand it or make sense of it in a self-compassionate way. So little t trauma, depending on how severe the bullying it was, could be maybe childhood bullying. It could be hurtful things that your parents said or did. Um, little t, it doesn't usually fall in that big T category, but it still really affected you on a deep level. So if you're going to be doing either big T or even little t trauma, depending on what it is, work, then please consider doing this type of work with a therapist because understandably, it can bring up a lot of intense emotions. Lastly, let's talk about forgiving yourself. You may notice as you begin to explore these questions about how others have hurt you in your life, you may realize that underneath all of these hurts is that layer of asking yourself if somehow you did something to trigger these experiences or did I deserve these things that happened to me. All of these are shame-based thoughts. And I encourage you to look at yourself with the lens of compassion. Remember, at every moment, you were always doing the best that you could. And in fact, everyone at every moment is always doing the best that they know how. No one deserves to be hurt or abused, not ever, no matter what. So keep that viewpoint in mind as you're exploring these thoughts. Remember, we can validate our thoughts without agreeing with them. We can validate ourselves by saying, of course I felt like I deserved that, or anyone would have felt that way too. That's normal for a kid to blame themselves. But that's not the same as saying that you actually did deserve it. Make sure you validate the feelings, but challenge the beliefs. Just because I felt that way doesn't make it true. When we truly, truly forgive ourselves and others, we can finally be free of the hurt, the resentment, the bitterness, all of those feelings that we carry we're free to finally make confident decisions about how we want to engage or even not engage with others. We can let go of the shame and the self-criticism and love ourselves unconditionally. I hope this episode has been helpful for you on your self-acceptance journey. Now I would love to hear from you. 
Who in your life have you chosen to forgive and how and in what way has that helped you? Or alternatively, are you stuck and you're finding it hard to forgive someone or to forgive yourself for something in the past? You can connect with me in my private Facebook community. You'll see the link in the show notes, as well as being able to reach me at laurielittle.com. Take good care of yourself, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more, you can reach me at laurielittle.com, where I share additional free resources and lots of information. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could write a review and share it with a friend. See you in the next episode.